Hello and welcome to the third episode of Why Literacy, a five-episode podcast series about the stakes of teaching literacy to teenagers in 2018. So far, we've discussed topics such as the school-to-prison pipeline and code switching. Today, I'd like to focus on the concept of social media as a new form of literacy. Going back to our definition of literacy from Rebecca Seip, literacies are the types of knowledge, skills, strategies, and habits a a literate person needs to possess in order to be productive, successful, and fully engaged in the world around them. Literacy can also refer to the basic way humans make and express meaning. With this definition in mind, literary analysis no longer refers to just analyzing novels, but rather every mode of meaning-making and communication. And what's one of the main ways teenagers make and express meaning in 2018? Social media. Now, I'm sure we're all familiar with social media and the different apps we use, such as Facebook and Twitter. But formally, social media can be defined as a series of websites and applications designed to allow people to share content quickly in real time and to participate in social networking via the internet. Instead of relying on the text-heavy use of emails and letter writing, most adolescents today use iconographic communication via pictures, symbols, hashtags, and emojis. Instead of using heavy script to express their emotions, they use images and pictures in a much more efficient and personal way. While some people view the use of pictures and emojis as overly simplistic, I actually find it extremely complex. Using images to express meaning goes back to some of our furthest roots as human beings, back to Egyptian hieroglyphics and even cave drawings. The ability to use a small, computerized image to encapsulate a mood or idea is quite primal and yet also advanced for the human race. With all of this in mind, I would consider social media to be an important new literacy as a means of self-expression and meaning-making. Dr. David Kirkland explores this idea of literacy going beyond the written word in his article, The Skin We Ink, Tattoos, Literacy, and the New English Education. As Kirkland explains, literacy refers not only to the words and how we use them, but also what one perceives as possible, through signs and symbols inscribed on either paper or even possibly flesh. He goes on to say that literacy is both a material product and a social practice fettered to a particular time and place. It encompasses the worldview of the individual, juxtaposed against multiple worldviews in society. As much as it is a social practice, literacy also must be conceived as personal, a practice in which the individual engages and negotiates and articulates the human aspects of life. With this new understanding of literacy in mind, it's possible to see how teachers and educators can begin to understand our students through multiple means of self-expression and literacy. Things like tattoos, emojis, hashtags, hairstyles, even graffitied timberlands. At a school where we have a strictly enforced dress code, My students are allowed to wear brown or black shoes, which includes the highly fashionable and popular Timberland boots. As a form of self-expression and slightly pushing the rules as they developmentally are supposed to do, my teenagers often graffiti their Timberlands with personal signs and symbols, oftentimes including their social media handles, such as their Instagram or Twitter name, so that people can follow them and they can express themselves in either further ways beyond their outfits and their shoes. Since these types of literacies are becoming common forms of self-expression, I would be a bad teacher to only shove classical literature down my students' throats when there's an abundance of new literacies and forms of meaning-making that my students encounter and process in their everyday lives. 
In an article published by the National Association of Independent Schools, educator Nate Green from New Jersey advocates for teaching social media in the English classroom. Nate looks at different aspects of social media and its importance in society in 2018, not just as a form of personal expression and literacy, but as a form of professional and intellectual advancement. Nate says that the best way to create a culture of curiosity, exploration, and sharing is to teach students how to manage content and conversations online. Instead of avoiding the topic because many adults are intimidated and don't quite understand it, we should be teaching our students how to use social media well to advance themselves further and give them better success in the future. Green goes on to say that social media provides a forum through which students can learn about and engage with industries and professionals that represent a wide range of intellectual opportunities. This forum invites dialogue and content updates in real time. We need to teach students what to read and watch in order to develop expertise in a given field. And we need to teach them how to post, like, comment, inquire, reply, and connect in ways that benefit students and their chosen fields of interest. For example, if a student is interested in sports marketing, they should be following well-known sports marketing agencies on their social media. Find out what kind of things they post. Find out the words they choose to use. Find out the people they choose to address and focus on. Interacting with these professionals in an international and technological setting can put students ahead of their peers and prepare them for the real world of business. There are various ways that the English teacher of the 21st century can implement social media into their classroom while still teaching standard core curriculum. For example, I was teaching a lesson on mood and how to identify the feeling or vibe that an author is trying to relay in their writing. In order to do this, the students and I created a list of adjectives to describe various feelings and emotions. We then put them into categories based on emojis. We had kind of the staple emojis that students use most often for angry, sad, scared, excited, happy, calm, neutral, and then we sorted our list of adjectives under these various emoji categories. Using this emoji chart, students went forward and started identifying text on their own in the mood that the author was implementing. I had a student who read a small article tell me, this mood is definitely suspenseful. I would put it under the scared looking emoji. Using their language, using their iconographic way of communicating can be an effective way to help students interact with literacies of a wide variety. I remember in my own English classroom, I think it was 10th grade, that my teacher had us each make a Facebook profile for a different character in Beowulf. It was a fun way to practice characterization, to think of the different likes and dislikes, the different books and movies, and, and what kind of statuses this character would make on their social media page. Now that was back in, I want to say, 2009. So nine years later, in 2018, how much more can we, can we be implementing social media profiles and characterization in our text today? Beyond mood and characterization, we can teach a whole host of English literary elements through social media. Point of view, tone, audience, and author's purpose are just some of the many devices accessible to the English student via social media-based instruction. According to Stacy Goodman, who authored the article, Social Media, the Five Key Concepts, there are key guiding principles which can help guide responsible social media literacy, consumption, and production. These concepts, concepts include recognizing that all media messages are constructed, 
that different audiences have different understandings of the same message, and that media messages have an embedded point of view. If we as educators can better prepare our students to think critically about what they consume and produce on social media sites, we can better prepare them to succeed both emotionally, socially, and professionally. Back to Kirkland's explanation that literacy speaks not only of how one uses words, but also of what one perceives as possible through signs and symbols. Teaching social media literacy becomes an essential aspect of teaching literacy as a whole. We need to empower our students to use social media as a blank slate for the literary analysis and ideas to be presented to the world. Unfortunately, nothing and no one is truly a blank slate. Each and every student comes with a complex history of competing ideals and different educators' expectations and assumptions of them. As Dr. Kirkland says in an interview regarding how teachers view their students, we aren't even seeing them as blank slates. We are seeing them as dirty ones. We view our students as things that need fixed instead of creators and critical thinkers who already process, consume, and produce on a global platform. We need to be conscious of how we're teaching social media and empowering our students to use literacy in new and critical ways. Thank you for joining us, and please stay tuned for the next episode of Why Literacy, where we will discuss why teaching teenagers empathy matters.